And hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folders and Backwards, the mid-morning solo cipher. It's your girl, yours truly will be read. Wishing everyone a super Saturday. Blessings upon blessings. I hope you guys have been good. I hope you guys missed me. I actually missed you. I really did miss you. Like, all just aside, I missed recording. I missed talking to you guys. I miss, um, in my mind, us talking together, sharing perspectives, even though it's really just me bouncing the ideas off with you guys. Um, I don't know, universally, energetically, spiritually, it's like I feel the feedback and the energy and yeah, I missed it. So I'm here, guys. I'm here and I want to talk today about right now, the importance of this fucking moment. So I've been on a kick listening to motivational speeches early in the morning. I don't, I've been doing it now. I can't even tell you how long. It's been more than about uh, what I've been getting up at 530 for over two months now. So it's been about two months for about the same amount of time that I've been waking up with the sun. I've been listening to motivational speeches. And if you guys need some motivation in the mornings, Click it on YouTube. There's a whole section for just, mo- I know everyone's YouTube is catered to what you normally watch. So for me, things like that is right up on my top bar, motivational speeches, fucking um, meditation music, things like that. Just type it in the search bar. Motivational, best motivational speeches. Man, hours upon hours upon hours of fucking celebrities, millionaires, fucking entrepreneurs, just People throughout fucking history, people reading um, excerpts from people who have long gone, Carnegie and fucking um, just all these other people, just great inspiration for the day. I definitely encourage all you guys to do that. But I was listening to one the other day and if I had any complaints about them, most of them don't tell you who the person is who's speaking. If you can't identify their voice, you just fucked. Um, and in this aspect, I'm fucked because I could not identify the person's voice. I think I know it after I listened to it for a while, you know, about a thousand more times and I listened to it about five, ten times already, this exact same one. Um, I was about to put it on while I got my morning together, but I decided, you know what? Let me share it with you guys. He said it was a, basically, it was a dedication to the younger self. And I absolutely love hearing this dedication this man is um, making to his younger self. And it inspired me to want to record because I don't remember verbatim what he said, but it made me think like we, we, you, me, everyone living right now, if we are adults, um, when I say an adult, I mean, if you are over 30, not to say if you're 28, 29, you're not an adult. I'm not shitting on your age or your, um, you know, your life, your level of responsibility. I'm saying over 30, because for me, when I was a child, when I imagined being grown, 35 was actually the magic number. I always said that number when I turned 18, everybody's like, ow, you grown. No, I'm not. And about turn 21, everybody was like, Al, you grown? No, I'm not. I'm legal. I'm not grown. I'm not an adult. For me, 35 was always the real age, the entrance into actual adulthood. So 
even though I had a kid at 16 and everything, you know, I never really associated my life with being grown. I had my own apartment by, I think I was 22. My first apartment with my roommate. Um, finished high school, went to college, was working two jobs by what, 19, 20? None of that made me grown though. 35 for some reason was grown to me. In my imagination, when I imagined being an adult, I was always in my 30s. I never really imagined 20s as my adulthood. And I never really imagined like the teenage years. Excuse me, we is coming all out. The bottom of this blunt is the very end of it. I'm about to roll up while we're talking, guys. But um, yeah, so that's why I said 30. No shade. If you, you know, imagine yourself being grown at whatever age, then that's your starting point. But like I said, for me and, you know, for the general consensus, I want to say 30. In your 30s, I think most of us, when we imagined our adult life, that's the age range we focused on. Um, and for me, it's like, bam. And I've been realized that. I think I've even mentioned it to you guys. Like, this whole the future is now realization. It hit me um, right before I turned 35, actually. It was a big part of my, not my spiritual awakening, but my conscious walk on my path to divinity. I realized like, you know, bitch, this is, this is what you've always wanted. This is you, this is where you want it to be. There's power in that, guys. Like, really think about your younger self. What did you imagine for yourself as an adult? Real life then kicked our asses so bad. I don't think we, for some of us, it's kind of even hard to remember. Or sadly, we do remember and we look at it with such, ah, uh, what's the word? We look at it with such fucking unfamiliarity, I would say. We can't believe that, you know, almost with idiocracy, like, ugh, I wanted to be a singer when I grow up. I did want to be a singer when I grow up. Bitch hit karaoke whenever she can. I'm always, yo, yesterday, no lie, 6.50 in the fucking morning, music on. I'm respectful. I live in the projects. I have neighbors, and I know they're not up as early as I am, but had the music on, comfortably loud so that I can enjoy it. But without, you know, being a fucking menace to society and shit, singing, dan literally dancing. I caught myself dancing in the six o'clock hour in the fucking morning. Like, if I'm not a fucking superstar, I don't know who the fuck is. Everyone's perception is different. When I was young, did I imagine it being with the lights and the crowds roaring? And yeah, do I imitate that same scenario in a crib? Yep, I, I experienced exactly what I wanted as a kid. And I, after listening to the fucking motivational speech dedicated to um, the speaker's younger self, it really made me start thinking about my younger self and how much I'm living up to her dreams and if I'm disappointing her. That's where I want to get to, but we're going to slow this down for a second. Yo, we had dreams, guys. And if we're honest, had 
is the wrong word. We have dreams. And if we convince ourselves that they're infantile, that they're childish, those are words I should have used. Infantile and childish and um, just idiotic, idiotic maybe even. If we convince ourselves that the things that we wanted as children are not worthy to continue to explore, to fulfill, to succeed in as an adult, I think that plays a big role in being lost. We have to, in a sense, live out our entire existence. We go through phases like the moon, guys. We're in utero, we're fetal. Some would say that's not really contributing or a part of the world yet, but shit, you're a big part of the world at that point because you can change your parents' life. Niggas is now fucking saving money, buying things, planning, naming, fucking imagining. You know, hoping for boys and girls, hoping for health, hoping for eye color, hair color. Your existence from the very beginning had influence the same way every phase of the moon has an influence. We're born. We represent hope, new beginnings. For some, we're a reminder at birth of how precious life is, how short time is, and that inspires, you know? We grow up, same thing with childhood. Childhood is filled with laughter and beauty, at least it's supposed to be. I mean, we go through all these phases, and in that childhood phase, in that imaginative stage, in that beautiful stage, we come up with so much of what we think life is going to be like. I was listening to K. Sarasara the other morning. Damn, I ain't talked to you in a while. I'm so sorry. I really do love you guys, and I apologize for the breaks. I really do. Um, I am building a fucking empire by myself, guys. Like, all jokes aside, I am the fucking brick maker, the cement mixer. I am the motherfucking architect. I am the motherfucking everything. The, the nigga doing the plumbing. I am the nigga doing the infrastructure, the heating, the AC. In, the, I am building everything. Every building. Not just my building. I'm building the entire... Yo, I have consciously taken on the responsibility of my entire bloodline. So it's more than just business, guys. It's more than just business. My mom's broke a leg. And I said, the running around I've been doing for her, the fucking, yo, life is real. None of these excuses. I just need you guys to understand. It's not neglect on my end. It's prioritizing. But I really did miss you guys. But yeah. Tell you, bitch, getting up at 5 30 in the morning. The other day, I was listening to K Sarasara. Whoever don't know what that is, again, YouTube. If Google is God, YouTube is the Bible. Just leave it like that. That's an inside joke. People who know me get that word. Shout out to Manaya, beautiful young goddess. She's going to change the world when she get older. That saying alone means that, yo, a kid invented that saying. That's how real the internet is. But we're going to keep on going. My beautiful niece. Shout out to her. But um, yeah, I'm listening to K. Sarasara. And 
I'm listening to the words and I'm thinking to myself, like, I used to wonder things like that. Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? My weight was always a concern for me as it went back and forth, back and forth. And everybody constantly, you know, made verbal observations about it. So, you know, I wonder if it was going to be fat. Was I going to be athletic? Would I be strong? Was I going to have a, a lot of hair? Was I going to get bald? Because for some reason, it's like black girls start out with so much hair and then they just end up bald. <laughs> Perms, they're not our friend. Anyway, um, yeah, I just had all these visions and wonders of myself and more than just my physical, I imagined what I would be. And the funny thing is it never, get, I never got an answer. I just always got an energy from it. I always knew I was going to be bossed up. That's the only way I could explain the energy. I always seen me with good posture. always saw me dressed well, hair neat, smiling, free. Fuck, one of my most vivid images of myself as an adult is walking down what I can only assume is Prospect Park, walking on the sideline, not in the park, outside the park, where the trees kind of canopy over um, the concrete. And I'm walking and I'm walking and I just reach up and I grab some kind of berry. It's dark, it's big and it's pretty. You could smell it and I just look at it and I just pop it in my mouth. And that has nothing to do with Korea, but it had everything to do with Korea. I always held on to that image because it didn't signify what I would be doing, but it signified the fact that I was going to be free to do whatever the fuck I wanted. And I always held on to that. And that shit drove me. It still drives me to this day. It motivates me as part of the anxiety shit I was going through um, before I turned 35, the panic attacks. I was having that dream so repeatedly it was fucking it was causing me not to be able to sleep and said downside of being a psychic when you know something is a vision you kind of obsess over the message if it's not clear and yeah so turning everything you know back around and getting generally into everybody and taking it off me sorry I want for just a second, not for a second, fuck that. Younger, you deserve more than that. Take some real time, guys. Take a couple of days for those who need it. Remember what you wanted in childhood and ask yourself, are you living up to those hopes and dreams and ambitions of younger you? Are they existing in your memory, smiling at the fact that you are doing exactly what they hoped, what they dreamt, what they wished, what they probably was working for. Because that's the funny thing, guys. As kids, we do more than imagine. We plan. I wanted to be a singer. What did I do? I started singing, joined singing groups, fucking found the studio that was... um. Well, they offered me free studio time, but it was very, you know, low budgeted and was accessible. And none of that was intentional. Like, all right, I know the steps to be a singer. I'm going to take them. It was just me living out my dream. Word. My daughter 
Well, I guess that's not a good example because she's still too young to, you know, corroborate what she wants with what she's doing. My son, though, he's in his 20s. My son always was a hustler, not in the streets. That's not what I mean. I mean, he was always able to see, take $1 bill. Let me say it like that. My son could always take a dollar and turn it into two. The nigga was amazing. Like, even as a kid, real life story, my baby was about six, seven years old and would buy packs of fucking Skittles. That's when it was 50 cent. He had a pack of 50 cent Skittles and he'd bust them open and put maybe four or five in little paper balls and tie them up and resell them for about 10 cents to kids who didn't have candy, but happened to have change or money. And not only did he get his pack, uh, skips back. He had a little extra five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five cent. You know what I'm saying? That don't sound like a lot, but the mentality behind it was fucking gold. Fast forward, twenty-one years old. My son is a master investor. He is amazing, and he takes what could look like just a dollar put it in the right place, the right time, and turn that bitch into two. I'm so proud of him. He is, it's just something that was in him always. You know what I'm saying? And there are things in us that's just been in us always. And again, if we, I guess, always hold those memories of what younger us loved, what younger us always wanted, how younger us moved, how did we navigate? Were we curious? You know what I'm saying? Were we adventurous? Were we fucking quiet and hesitant and just shied around in the corner? Remember who you were and it will guide you to really being who you want to be, were. But as we take this break for a second, because I need to re-roll up. Mm. And I want to give you guys a second to actually process this. Yeah, a little polarity. You know, I got to mention the, not the down, not the negative, but the opposite, right? Because if we're not living up to younger us's dreams, if we're not, if we can't imagine by the acts that we're doing and never belittle your acts. Like I said, I, I have not, made it to a stage yet key word is yet who knows the fucking future will hold i just might get some kind of fucking opportunity who knows Word. this is the internet era you can go viral and live your fucking dreams and still be seen by millions of people or whatever the fuck you wanted to do right but if you're not on a steady course for the path that younger you set, if you can't say with all honesty or see in your mind's eye, younger you smiling at the life you're living, the choices you're making, the fucking things you are doing with yourself and see that younger version of you smiling, excited, joyful, and happy because you're either doing it or you're, you're still on track to getting it done and they're just so proud of you. You're disappointing them. Real shit. 
I mean, that's the opposite, right? And we're going to talk about that, that the emotional, mental, and even physical pain and self-inflicted fucking discomfort that we experience when we disappoint our younger self. So I'll be right back with that. Y'all take a moment and think. And we're back, guys, and we're talking about our younger selves and shit, fulfilling the damn hopes and dreams and wishes that they, that we once had when we were them, right? And like I said before, we took the break. It's a real thought to have that if you're not fulfilling the dreams of younger you, that you're disappointing younger you. Now, before I get too deep into that, I want to keep in mind that we all have dreams. They vary, whether they're professional dreams, whether they're personal dreams, as far as marriage and children and things of that nature. And again, life is a bitch and shit happens. And especially when the shit is happening, right? It's kind of hard to keep focused. Some people can, bless be. But for some, the hopes and dreams of what we once were take the back burner. Priorities, bum ass label, but that's what we end up calling it, take over. We dim our lights for others, for ill means, for ourselves or temporary temporary means, maybe. I gotta get my wordplay together. But yeah, whenever we don't do what we really want, now that goes for adult life as well. But we're gonna stay focused on, you know, our most innocent and our most earliest desires of life. If you're not doing on some level, some level of satisfaction, what your younger self wanted, what your younger self had planned and dreamed, it's unfortunate, but you are. You're disappointing your younger self. And I'm not saying you like I'm exempt from it, because realistically, There are areas that I haven't achieved, that I don't work on, that I have um, not necessarily given up on, but for me, it's more of transmuted into different dreams. So that way they fit more into the life that I'm living as an adult, because again, shit really does happen. Like again, I, I, I... I don't want to diminish my future to say that I'll ever be a singer. But real life shit, the version of a singer that I wanted to be at eight years old, I don't foresee. I'll be 100% realistic. I doubt it'll ever happen. I have bigger dreams now. You know, I have 
yes, bigger dreams than being fucking a singer. Like, what the fuck? I have bigger dreams. Do I still want to be a singer? Of course. Therefore, I still fucking sing. And said, plus, in my mind, I'm best friends with, in my mind, we a Pisces trio. It's me, Janae Akio, and um, Tamar. Like, the three of us, we are, like, the bestest friends. We're badasses. We run around. We not run. We ain't fucking up our shoes. We drive around, lit as shit, singing all day. You know what I'm saying? I open up for them. They open up for me. It's love. That's what besties do. You know what I'm saying? It exists in my mind. And when the music is on, the fuck? Y'all do realize reality is what you make it, right? Yeah. People might think I'm crazy, but I'm happy as shit. I fulfill what the fuck I need to fulfill in my head that I can't have in real life. They said my vocals work most days. I've been doing a lot of vocal exercises. I had like pallets on my throat, which fuck my, which, you know, like I said, life happens. That is what put the fork in that actual path. Cause I was on that path. I was work, working rather hard on it. Shit happens. I could have just skewered completely left and just said, fuck it. Never sang again, got discouraged. Decided, you know what? I'm never gonna be um, part of, cause at that time groups were big things. Um, I'm never going to be the breakout star from the group and I'm never going to travel the world and be a singer and yada yada. And he said, traveling the world is a matter of going live on any social media. That's number one. And like I said, once I put the music on, my neighbors is lucky I don't got a mic. I said, I'm the star. I live my dreams. I've transmuted it. No, I'm not going to be able to, like I said, live like a Beyonce life because realist, I don't know what her life is like off the camera. And I'm glad I don't. I'm so glad she's smart enough to be fucking private and actually have a life off the camera. So many people make that mistake. But um, yeah, the life she lives on the camera is kind of the one I imagine for myself. Breaking out from a group, becoming a big star, being loved, adored, fucking idolized. It's cool. It's beautiful. Just the fact that I got to watch somebody as fucking bad as her do it was a, it's a fucking honor and privilege. And, said, and it actually makes me glad because realistically, I wouldn't have wanted to compete with that. <clears throat> do y'all watch Beyonce? Nobody wants to compete with that. That's why the fuck she's Beyonce. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Carter, baby. I love you. Where you're a beautiful role model. I really do appreciate your presence, what you represent. But anyway, like I said, we all got dreams, guys. And there's a way to fulfill them. I can imagine real shit. I can imagine, besides being a singer, Beyonce had other dreams. And I can imagine being the fucking world renowned nigga said, fuck around, be universal, because radio waves definitely into galactic fucking space so she fuck around and already be a galactic star and we just don't know about it yeah i love her that much i imagine that big for her fuck out of here but yeah i'm sure she has dreams that being the star that she is gave her a fork in the road too i bet she don't let them stop her i bet she don't let them stop her 
can she do them all to the 100% capability that her childhood might not, I mean, might have imagined? No. But let's say she imagines being an artist along with, you know, once upon a time in her childhood. I'm sure she got a paint studio. I'm sure she finds time to do sipping paints. I'm sure she finds time to sit and draw with fucking blue and the twins and you know what I'm saying? Still living her fucking dream. If she paints a picture and puts it on her goddamn refrigerator and when people walk by, they look at it and go, oh, you painted that? That's nice. She's fucking Picasso. Literally. In her own right and in her own space. Why am I saying all these versions of the dreams? Because there's no reason we can't live our dreams, guys. And really think about it. Really think about it. All younger you wants to do is be happy. And if you can find joy in the things that younger you wanted, you will make them happy. If you are honestly just straight, younger me wanted to be a ball player. Oh, um, now I'm too old. I got bad knees. A lot of guys who play ball that I know personally ended up with water on the knees. I don't even know. Like, I really don't even fucking fully get that. But yeah, fluid buildup. Let me not act ignorant. Fluid buildup in the knees. Bad ankles, shit like that. But that was your dream as a kid. <laughs> And this one is hitting right. <coughs> Shout out to Bagel Cigars. Or the mother. But, um, yeah. You done played in tournaments from about fucking 8 to 17, 18, 19. I don't know what time. Anyway. <coughs> the, um, athletic things start facing out. I think it's around like 18. Then you got to play in adult leagues. But, you know, you know, I played in um, every little neighborhood tournament since she was eight. You fucking was the star of the ball um, team in high school. You had colleges looking at you. You know what I'm saying? The draft didn't work out. You wasn't, they, the NBA didn't deem you as their kind of material. You tried to do international, maybe. That didn't work out. Fucking college. Maybe bills, something came up that left, that fork in the road came and somehow you started going left. That's what most of us do. That's what happens. It's part of the journey. Don't look at it fucked up like, oh, my life happened and now my dream is over. No, let's keep on this left path for a second. Because if there was a fork in the original road, I'm sure there's a fork in this one. Let's see what happens. You never lost that dream, but you got a real job. You know what I'm saying? You stay watching sports. You keeping up with all the teams. You take your kids to games and shit like that. Now your kid want to be a ball player. And it invokes everything that you remember when you was younger. So you start teaching him some of your moves and your skills. And y'all spending more time together. Y'all bond is getting stronger. You know what I'm saying? You're helping him develop a skill of fucking courage in himself, a confidence that he never had before. Now you might decide, you know what? He's good. He need other people just as good as him to play. I'm going to start a little league team. 
You know what I mean? Is it literally just baseball, right? You want to start a fucking um, peewee team or whatever the fuck the younger basketball kids is called. Now you got a bunch of kids playing. You know what I'm saying? Building confidence, building camaraderie. You got these little niggas off the street, got their brain going somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You getting you more active in the community. You meeting more parents, this, that, and the third. Oh, shit. One of the parents happened to work somewhere in one of the arenas or whatever the case. They got free tickets. They're going to get the kids in. You know what I'm saying? Now your kid is meeting play. You're meeting somebody who ran into somebody that you played ball with. You know what I mean? Who did make it? Who knows how that's going to, um, how things can turn out. You know what I'm saying? You might fuck around and end up with a fucking offer to run drills or something with the damn, who, who knows? The professional players, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you take your son to a professional fucking level. Maybe another one of them kids in the fucking team who you saw the potential in but didn't see it in themselves. You was able to encourage and, you know what I mean, give that motivation to and Now they're living out a dream that was so far-fetched for them but was so real for you. And even though that left for started being walked on, Eventually, you found another fork and it turned you right, and now you're back on your ordained path. What was meant for your childhood? What your child, your child wanted you to be a ball player. Are you a ball player the way you want it to be? No, but you're still on the courts all the time. The ball is still in your hand. You know what I'm saying? Your moves are being done. Maybe not by you, but you done taught them. And they done got fucking mastered by a new generation who's healthy and fit and can take this to fruition. You know what I'm saying? We got to learn to be flexible on our dreams instead of giving up on them. Think about what kind of kid you were. Were you easily disappointed? I wasn't. Most of us, I don't think most kids are easily disappointed. Now that just comes from repetition. Now if you're always telling your kids no, and you're always telling your kids you're gonna do something for them and then you don't fucking do it, you know what I mean? You build this trust and or the world, they build this trust against the world. They, You know what I mean? And that's different. But realistically, kids are very easy and eager to be pleased. Most things make them happy. Can I have this? Well, you can't have this, but you can have that. Oh, okay. Can we go here? Well, we can go here, but not today. We will go tomorrow. Okay, cool. Really think about it. As kids, we are extremely flexible. It's when we become adults, we get this whole make or break idea. Like, oh, if I can't do it this way, I'm not doing it at all. And what the fuck does that end up doing? Now you're not doing shit. Now you a hater when you're walking past the ball court. You're stopping for two minutes, looking at the other guys playing. Your son hype. Oh, daddy, we should go play. Nah, these niggas ain't shit. I will bust their ass. Come on, we ain't playing. Oh, I want to go play ball. Nah, that's, that ain't, nah, that don't take you nowhere. You know how many, you know how many people want to play ball? They don't grow up to play ball. Don't, then you become a fucking hater. That's what happens when you disappoint younger you. You end up shitting on, when you shit on your dreams, you can't help it, but you fucking start taking a crap on everybody's dreams everywhere. 
That's what happens when you disappoint younger you. Oh, I wanted to be a singer. Now I don't listen to music anymore because everybody who on a motherfucking radio, oh, I could have wrote a better song than that. Oh, I could sing that better than that. Ah, ah, ah. You know what I'm saying? Now you're just a fucking hater. You got to really, really, really understand that one, hate is a multitude of love. Most of the things that we hate about ourselves are because we once loved that idea in ourselves and we went left. Like, and this can be for, I'm focusing on careers right now, but I mean, even with love, you know how many people imagined growing up married with their kids, live like good kids that go to school, don't argue, fucking cook clean and you know what I mean? Just the perfect fucking family. You don't have to work because your husband got this great job. And when he comes home, you got dinner prepared. And you know what I'm saying? Y'all make love every night and wake up kissy face every morning despite the morning breath. Then fucking reality kicks in and you catch yourself being 30. You got fucking four kids by three different niggas. None of them are in the picture. You know what I'm saying? You're unmarried. Your kids don't fucking listen. Your house is a mess. You're stressed out trying to maintain. Shit happens. Things go left. Do that mean you give up on love? No. Fuck no. That idea that you might have had as a child is gone, but you can still be married. You can still find real love, get married, and have a father figure for these kids. You can really sit down and figure out why they're so fucking unruly and Crack their ass. And what I mean by crack their ass is not physically crack their ass, but get in them. Start building habits and repetition in their day that will break out these unruly behaviors that you deem as bad. Word. Oh, gotta gotta brag. Gotta brag. Serenity did her own dish the other day without even being told. Why is that such a big deal? Regular listeners know. I have been trying and implementing and fucking reprogramming this child for the fucking longest because she is unruly and I had, to, I had to crack her ass. First, I had to crack my own. Why is she unruly? I had to realize, well, bitch, you baby her. You do everything. You know what I'm saying? I've lost a lot of babies in between my son and my daughter. So having her was like a, this whole miracle and I overcompensated and I really didn't let her do anything and now that she's fucking 10 I realize she's like a fucking infant still so series of repetitions implementing new programming new scheduling and yeah being on top of her always reminding her you ain't do this you ain't do this you ain't do this you drink out of that cup washer you drink out of that cup washer yo the other day my girl drank out the cup Got up, went, washed it, put it in the thing, came back, sat down, got on the iPad. I could have passed out. I was so proud of her. I did not say nothing because if I would have highlighted it, it would have embarrassed her. And that would have, you know what I mean? Took away the whole, yes, you got to pick and choose. You can be proud and silent. And I was, I was proud and silent. This is the first time I got to say something, y'all. I'm so proud of her. And I'm so proud of me because it's working. Crack that ass, guys. Find out what problems are and fix them. You know what you want. I always tell people, especially since I've been a life coach. Now, when I say my clients, I mean 
those that I'm working with, not necessarily people that I'm, um, you know, on payroll with because I'm still new to this. And a lot of my services are given free. That's why I'm always telling you guys, hit me up because eventually I will not have the luxury of free services. So while I have them, I really do offer them. You know, while I have the time, I offer them. But um, <clears throat> when I'm talking to my clients, when they do the, I don't know irks me. And it's because of my son. My son's favorite line always has been, I don't know. I don't know. And then I say, this is one of the smartest little niggas I know. He was born fucking smart as shit. Like, I promise you that. I always knew he was going to be amazing. He has not let me down yet. The nigga's so fucking smart, he's dumb. And it gets on my nerve. Because his favorite answer is, I don't know. <clears throat> and he says it so quick. Like, he's not even thinking. He just, like, how you don't know when you didn't think? You can only not know after you start and then you realize you don't know. I don't know. It's not a first instinct. And he's always, I don't know. And he thinks it makes me so mad. <laughs> so when clients tell me that they don't know what they want or they don't know what would make them happy, my whole thing is always, you have to know because you know what is the opposite. You don't know what makes you happy. Fuck, list everything that makes you mad. <laughs> Whatever's not on the list is what makes you happy. It To me, it's just that simple. That's the universal laws that work right there. Everything is polarity to me. But um, to wrap this up, though, guys, the takeaway, I enjoyed this. Or I got to get more Saturday episodes then. But the takeaway, guys, and to wrap this up is, I guess to say, yeah, life gets hard. Stay fucking flexible, okay? Physically, mentally, emotionally. Have room to bend. You know what I'm saying? There is no reason why so many of us are unhappy in a world, in a day and time where almost anything is possible. I mean, shit. Everything is fucking possible when you really think about it. Like, what cannot be done? Time might be necessary. Effort might be necessary. Conscious collective thinking and effort might be necessary. But it's fucking possible. Yo. If you are finding yourself dealing with more unhappiness than happiness, let this be a form of shadow work. And y'all know how I am with shadow work. Regular listeners, I say it together. Shadow work has consequences. Be careful. Don't indulge in fucking closets. You're not ready to open. You don't have a support system. You don't fucking, you know, have the emotional, mental capacity to really be able to deal with this on your own. That's what therapist is for. That's what spiritual life coach is for. Hi, my name is Ebony. You can catch me at ebonyim.com. Like, yeah, there's professionals that can guide you through opening and revisiting past traumas, wounds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But with this, this is a rather pleasant one when you go through it unbiasedly. Don't deem anything good or bad. Don't deem it as stupid or smart. Don't deem it as childish or mature. Just recall, remember, and relive for a moment your hopes and dreams and aspirations as a child see what you are doing 
right now in your everyday life that reflects it? Is it a positive reflection of it? If so, you should see your younger self smiling. If it's a negative reflection of it, or if it's being neglected, avoided, pushed to the side, and you see your younger self being let down, disappointed, saddened by it, first off, give them a hug and let them know that you are sorry. It wasn't them that made it unable for you to fulfill their dream. They were everything that you needed them to be. Life happens and you adjust it and make conscious effort to, and that you are ready to make conscious effort to satisfy it and living out that dream because they, younger you, deserve it. And older you deserves to know that younger you are happy because guess what? When I say older you, present day us is younger old us. And when we become elders, when we become elders, guys, we will look back in this time. We will look back to our 30s. This will be when we were young. We think of when we were young now as when we were, what, teenagers, when we were kids. No, 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 no. When we become elders, we'll think of that as when we were babies. This is when we were young. Elder us will look at this time. And we we will have to answer and reflect on the choices we are making now that will benefit or hinder us then. And I promise, if you take care of the childhood issues now, when you become elder you, it's going to be so much happiness. It's going to be so much joy because so much went that right path, <laughs> right, that was a pun. I'm corny, sorry. But yeah, so much done went right. It ain't about perfection, guys. It's about enjoyment. I really hope this resonates. I really enjoyed today, guys. I'm gonna get up, gotta sweep my floors and run the steam over them so I can do my yoga. It's Saturday, it's early. Um, I said the mid-morning, yeah, because that's the, it is the mid-morning, so it's like for... By the time I post it, it should be mid-morning. It's still early, though. It's just after 9 a.m. And I'm feeling great. Happy Saturday, guys. I really do. I really do. I hope this resonates. I hope you guys take some time. Um, spend some time with younger you. Remember how much love and joy and enthusiasm and hope and dreams that you had. And bring that into present day. Elder you will appreciate it. I promise. Love you guys for listening. Much I say. Namaste. Later.